Hey everybody, this is Ian Douglas Terry from the Dude Sweet Podcast. We have a special episode, special because uh, we basically had to resurrect it from the tomb of the internet. Uh, yeah, so we recorded this back in May, over six months ago, uh, with our friend Andrew Orvidal. He was very cool and kind, and I was testing out a new microphone that day, which is a very smart thing to do. And Xander was having internet issues and dropped out a couple times. Uh, and then those files vanished from our backups. And I basically I went deep dark web, did some true zero cool hackers maneuvers, and I was able to resurrect this episode. There's uh, clearly some a couple sound issues, and there's definitely a part where you're, it seems like uh, we had to edit out a huge chunk of me and Andrew asking if Xander was still there and trying to figure out why he wasn't. Uh, but this is fun. Andrew Orvidal rules. His dogs, Sokka and Katara, rule everything. Rules the Grolics. Hell yeah. Uh, check out everything Andrew does. I think everything we plug at the end of the episode is still <laughs> up to date because we're still in a pandemic. But yeah, hopefully you enjoy this. Uh Hell yeah, the dude sweet. I know what it finally gets to this point. Yeah, just getting the thing to work. Look at us. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Hey everybody! Welcome to Dude Sweet. Dude Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I have a special How's guest looking at me very questionable right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we have a special guest. We do. Have a yeah. No, you can go ahead and talk. I'm just walking around my apartment holding the microphone like a psychopath. Oh my! Of course, because you have the freedom to do that. Hey everybody, my <laughs> name is Brian Keith Nelson, aka Mr. Entertainment Xander Creed. Mr. Entertainment Xander Creed. Wow. AKA Blacksican Thunder. Oh my yeah. gosh! And it's me, Ian Douglas Terry, aka what was it? Lonesome Eyes. That was a good one. I think it was Lonely Eyes Terry. Um, Lonely eyes, oh, Terry. Des- desperate eyes, Terry. That's right. Yeah, I'm powerful. And with us today is our good friend, great comedian, member of the Grolix, Andrew Orvidal. Andrew Orvidal, aka Andrew Overdahl, aka <laughs> Andrew or or Orvidal, aka Andrew Ornicall. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's there a it is. <laughs> Andrew Overhaul, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Overhaul, yep, there's one. Totally. Thanks for having me on. What a road it's been. We've been trying to do this for so long. Oh my yeah. god! This feels like the like uh, like the like the season finale of a, something. <laughs> I don't know. Something epic. That's the way it is epic. with our podcast. It's a whole trial and error, a whole journey, just to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, look. At- <laughs> Yeah, it's like that for episodes to try and get people on. And then when we finally get people on, like you, Andrew, all three of us have some sort of computer technical difficulties today. Mm-hmm. Cursed. Hell Cursed. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so this this podcast is about being a better and sweeter dude. Andrew, I don't think I don't think you need any help with that. You're already a very sweet and good dude. <laughs> I don't know. Been confirmed. I think I, I think everybody has a little room for improvement. Are you talking about demons? <laughs> yeah, my internal demons. And I don't mean like things in my past. I mean, like, th- I need an exorcism. Legitimate demons. You got something. Yeah. You, this is like a horror yeah. movie right now following you around. Yep. I opened <laughs> the wrong box. I got a box at Goodwill and I opened it. <laughs> you, open, so you never open the mystery box from yeah. the thrift shop. That's how you, that's how <laughs> oh, you just right. get all these bad things following you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But. So my idea for a topic, which is something I think the three of us can really just jam on, and which today's whole thing ties into, is mm-hmm. how to survive the end of days. Oh, boy. Yeah. Because yeah. the current state of affairs has been interesting. It's been like a light apocalypse, like a diet apocalypse. Like We kind of got to see what <laughs> might happen, I guess, if Man, that makes sense. 
if this is a diet apocalypse, most of these people would die. Are you serious? They can't even stay indoors without wanting to go get a haircut. You think they're going to survive an apocalypse where there are no resources? <laughs> totally. Come on. Yeah. Come if on. This had been, if this had been a slightly more dangerous virus, like, oh, my God, I can't even imagine. If people oh, I can't. Know. People don't care. They're like, I don't care if I kill old people or immunocompromised people. I don't give a shit. It's time to party. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, wow. Like, I can't imagine what it would be like if if it was just a little worse, just a little yeah. more dangerous. I feel like it's this was like the check engine light coming on. <laughs> we got to kind of see. We didn't go. We didn't go yep. to the dealership. <laughs> we just kept flooring it and going. <laughs> even even when the engine exploded while we were doing eighty on the highway, we're still driving right now. Yeah, that's exactly what this country is doing. Yeah, I did not. I was definitely not filled with confidence seeing <laughs> seeing how how the world reacted. No, or not the world, but the you. Specifically, America. Yeah. The, so world, we, this, the world actually did pretty pretty well, but well, speaking none. of that, I, how many how many like to your guys' knowledge, how many post apocalyptic kind of settings take place in North America? Oh God, that have taken place. Yeah, because like there's a few. The two ones I can think of are any are the the two escape from like the escape from L.A. and escape from New York movies by John Carpenter, or uh, there was another movie that came out in like the mid two thousands. I'm so mad I forgot the name, but it was a uh, a female lead and she got dropped into some part of the u.s i forgot where but it was basically sanctioned <laughs> off and it was like it was crazy it was like mad max meets crank so like take the mod like our mad max like mad max fury road and mix it with jason statham's crank and that's basically what you had it was a doomsday or whatever yeah um yeah i don't know a lot of times in post-apocalyptic movies you're not really sure where it's like anywhere <laughs> yeah because it's like hunger games was colorado right <laughs> was hunger <laughs> games in colorado hunger games was the in the u.s yeah. yeah i don't remember where district 13 was i thought it was supposed to be like washington state or something was it colorado what? okay i for some reason i always thought it was colorado and i think because I've always said this, that Colorado set up best to survive a lot of apocalyptic scenarios because it's oh, kind of sure. in the middle and it's up high. So, you know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I put too much thought into it. People here are too stupid. Like we would be undone by <laughs> the idiocy. Yeah. People talk a lot of shit about the South, but I, I've been to the South. I've spent time in the South and I lived in Colorado a lot and I will put colorado's trash up against the south any day of the week at least where i live man yeah dumb dumb (laughs) dumb people (laughs) what i think they they prize like a lot of the survival uh techniques like hunting fishing knowing how to fix things and build things more than a lot of other places here in colorado you think no, in the South. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> in, the South, in the South, they're definitely raised on that. I can tell you coming from Colorado, I wish I was taught how to like hunt and everything else. Like I, I can catch fish, I can gut fish, I can clean a fish, but anything else like hunting all that other stuff and skinning it, I don't know how to do any of that. I don't even know how to clean a fish. I'd be I'd be screwed. I, oh, it's a real, it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I definitely remember gross. catching fish as a kid and my uncle would take care of the, the cleaning I guess I'd figure it out though in a pinch, right? I yeah, I think like in a pinch. You'd, in a pinch, you'd, I think most people would figure it out when they apply just some sort of like basic survival skill. But just for clarification, earlier was is Hunger Games a post-apocalyptic movie or is that a dystopian movie? Because I thought it was more dystopian. Oh yeah, well, I think it's combo, more dystopian. Yeah, something definitely happened to the world though. <laughs> yeah, could or, be at least, or at least or at least America. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that was, but we're going to figure it out, I guess. All right. So, Xander, you, you were talking apocalypse, and then you cut Versus out. Versus dystopia. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, to me, the apocalypse doesn't really have a government structure, but dystopians do, because then afterwards they rebuild to where now you have an even more unbalanced, like, rich versus poor system, I would say. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. vibe with that. I like that. That makes sense. Also, I think of apocalypse as being worldwide, whereas dystopian can 
could be like a specific country kind of maybe i don't know yeah like um, one specific society yeah but man i'll watch any post-apocalyptic movie you name it Dude, i'll watch it literally okay, so the, the best genre what is the last post-apocalyptic movie you watched i what is the last one i watched hmm I watched Man, that's some tricky. sci-fi recently, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't call it post-apocalyptic. What was that? I mean, maybe it was Fury Road. I don't know. Mm. I watched a really oh, yeah. good sci-fi I... movie called Prospect recently. It was great. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I rewatched The Road recently. That was a mistake. <laughs> I have, oh, I... yeah. That, I can't. I watched that once, and I was like, "Why? oh, no. <laughs> Why did I watch it? And even the book, <laughs> it's so fucked up, man. That's with Viggo <laughs> Mortensen, right? Uh yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I think I've seen that it. is what the apocalypse will most likely be like. And that's why I think it's so scary. Yeah. That everything just kind think... of falls apart and then people start eating each other. <laughs> yeah, I think mm, that so post apocalypse do you get into cannibalism? It'll just like when you think about how much the average American dislikes their neighbor already when we have when you know we can't even handle like a pandemic or like wearing a mask or not like in a situation like that it's like oh yeah i think that's how people would would be very very (laughs) predatory on each other for sure yeah yeah dude i was thinking about that a lot like if people couldn't handle this tiny amount of like social responsibility what would happen if like the power grid and internet all just went out everywhere oh god (laughs) well people would lose their minds you couldn't. You wouldn't have an internet to complain on about not being able to go out and do anything. You would just have to stay your ass at home. Yeah. <laughs> like if the power grid ran out, a lot of people would be really screwed because not a, a lot of people know how to make it off of technology. Yeah. Oh For my sure gosh. It be, that it would be crazy. Like you couldn't keep your food refrigerated. All kinds of stuff. It'd be Think nuts, about it. Man. If the grid goes down, how are you gonna play video games in the post apocalypse? How are you gonna pass time? Yeah, that's that's what it, that's what's been keeping everybody sane is playing video games. All I'm There's about. a movie called The Trigger Effect where the power goes out and like people start to like lose their shit. It came out, I think, in the 90s. But oh, nice. Um, yeah, that's that's a big one. No power would nothing good would happen there. I'm actually surprised yeah. that there hasn't been more now that everyone can wear masks like everywhere. I'm surprised that there hasn't been a rise in like robberies and stuff. Cause like if you can stroll into a place with a bandana on without anybody thinking twice, like I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it would yeah. bring more amateur robbers out of the woodwork. Cause whenever <laughs> I go, I wear a bandana every time I am getting ready to go in the store. I'm like, I'm like, this is fun. I feel like I'm going in this place to rob it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like red dead redemption too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Got to put your Robin mask on. The Robin. I'm surprised. You got to go get to Robin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit! I've I've like uh, do you got do either of you guys have a plan in mind? Like, have you thought of like, okay, what do I do if an apocalypse happens? <laughs> like, it could be a vague one. It could be a specific one. I used to have, a, have any- a pretty good plan. When I had okay. my off-road truck, but then I had to sell it to, oh, yeah. to pay Dude, my mortgage. So that thing could have taken me anywhere. And I had like I had like bolt cutters and stuff. I had stuff so I could get through like fences. I have like a <laughs> backpack. I have like I have a I have a decent amount of like supplies. I have these things called life straws, so you can like drink out of like a dirty ass puddle or like a mountain stream it's basically like a filter you just put into the water and use it like a straw um and i have like emergency food and shit this is all stuff i had living in la with earthquakes um uh i had like an earthquake kit which i i just have a bunch of this shit still but now that hey now that i have a little volkswagen i don't know where i would go (laughs) (laughs) Uh, take off into the mountains yeah I mean, this is the problem is I don't have a gun and I don't want a gun. So it's I always joke around about it, but it's true. It's like I basically did the prep work for somebody who has a gun because they'll just come and take <laughs> they'll take my life straw and my backpack and all my other shit. So, yeah, 
it kind of yeah, feels that seems, a little. It seems to be the ongoing theme in every post-apocalyptic video game novel movie is that a bunch of people with guns kind of just end up running everything. <laughs> yeah. But. Unless you, but there was, there's a really good book by SM Sterling called dies the fire where it's the apocalypse happens because all it's like an EMP type effect where all electricity, all of that goes out, all uh, combustion engines stop working all at the same time. And all guns stop working at the same time because of the, whatever like chemical see i don't even know how a gun works so i'm already screwed but like, i don't think i can't think of anything that would shut down all guns because it's just yeah. a, it's a hammer hitting the cap on a shell and making it explode yeah. and come out good old well, the guns aren't hooked up. Yeah, yeah the the book the first book was awesome because they're trying to figure out why that happened and then a bunch of renaissance fair people take over it's like happens in oregon and Renaissance people people rebuild a new society where they're like knights and stuff. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty tight. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I wouldn't be as scared of the apocalypse if there were significantly less guns. Because it'd be like swords and like clubs and shit. Like obviously yeah. I don't want to get I don't want to get stabbed with a sword, but I wouldn't be as afraid, you know. You'd have more of yeah, a fighting chance you, without a Yeah, like, and you'd see gun. you'd see the danger coming, whereas somebody's just gonna sit up on the top floor of their house with a rifle and you're going to walk to their neighborhood looking for water and they're going to shoot you in the head. You won't even know they're there. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what, isn't that why you have a bow and arrow, Andrew? <laughs> I <can't, laughs> I ready? Dude, I wouldn't be able to hit somebody 10 feet away with that. Dude. No way. <laughs> Practice. You'll get there. Yeah. Yep. What we about you train Ian? on our archery? Do you yep. have a plan for the uh, apocalypse, Ian? Uh, even a hypothetical one? Yeah, it involves so many like random things that I do not have though. But here it is. <laughs> You've got I an Amazon wish list of... that, you, that yeah. you'll just <laughs> like, be like, buy, <laughs> and hope that it gets there. <laughs> buy yeah, buy, buy my uh, survival kits off my wish list for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the first part of the apocalypse is everyone goes on Amazon to order the survival stuff. You know what? Just in like this the time toilet and age, paper. In this time and age, you should just start an OnlyFans and say all proceeds go to your apocalypse survival kit. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but but like I have like camping stuff already in my car. Mm -hmm. So it's like and I have like so, some random that stuff. So I have like it's not a really good solid go bag, but it's better than nothing. I got to sharpen that damn hatchet. It is very dull. Yeah. I still, <laughs> that's a whole thing. You but put these jugglers to shame with an unshaven hatchet. How dare you? Yeah. I know. That's, I'm not part of the family anymore. <laughs> uh, my, this plan, go up into the mountains, which, hey, why not? But it's very specific. Go to Idaho Springs, get dynamite, dynamite that tunnel that leads to Denver, <laughs> and then just start a new society in Idaho Springs. They have a skate park. They have a dispensary. They're fine. That's not bad. You have a pretty big question mark in this plan with the acquisition of dynamite. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's. I don't think I can get that on Amazon. I think that's part of my. <laughs> maybe you could just make your car explode in the tunnel, which would Dude, maybe my... kind of have the same effect. My car is liable to explode. That is <laughs> it's true. About ready. That is true. Very lately, your car has been very reliable to explode. <laughs> Yeah, see that's see that's another thing I was thinking of. Like, I don't know how to fix a car at all. Yeah, that's not going to work yeah. in the apocalypse though. So I wouldn't worry about it because yeah. everyone's going to run it. Like by the time cars need to get fixed, gas and oil is gone. So like we don't even really need to worry yeah. about that for transportation. Well, see, I'm thinking of like the Mad Max scenario where there's cool gangs that are what are they huffing gas? Or and gasoline. No, they're or huffing gas they're huffing gasoline. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're huffing the s s spray paint. That's yeah, fine. All that crazy mm -hmm. stuff. But see, that's one thing. Like, I love Mad Max movies, but that's one of the things where it's like, there's not that much gas in the apocalypse. Come on. Yeah. Well, they they seem to have centered their lives around it, which I guess is why <laughs> they, they have it. They're, they're pretty obsessed with it. But and yeah, then, I agree. Yeah. I think they're... The gas would go away so fast. Yeah, and like Mad Max is super impractical with terms of gas usage in the apocalypse because they run through it more than we do now. Yeah, they're running V8s and shit. Yeah, <laughs> give me a yeah. break. Uh, yeah, if you get a flat tire, what are you going to do? You don't know how to patch a car tire. I don't know how to patch yeah. a car tire. We're yeah. fucked. So 
Yeah, I think putting your faith in a in a vehicle is a bad. That's a bad move. Mm-hmm. What you need is like so we, a good. So we have to bike, we have to get like horses a bike with some racks on it. Yeah, or a horse. Oh yeah, man, bikes you can get or, horses, or if you want, you can get. I mean, shoot, Andrew, you got two huskies. You can put a little wagon behind them and have them carry stuff for yeah. you. Yep. Oh Same. yeah, they'd pull. They'd pull it. Whatever. They pull me on my bike. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean. I don't know what I'd do with my dogs. I can't. They'd be a liability because I'd have to feed them. If I let them go to hunt, they would just run away. So I'd have to like, <laughs> I, do, I guess I just have to let them go up in the mountains, you know? And just yeah. be like, hey, if you come back, you come back. If not. Yeah. <laughs> but they'd probably, nothing good would happen there. That's bad. <laughs> Jeez. What's, what's your What's your plan, Xander? Xander's already got his boat beat because he's down in a tropical climate, so he won't freeze yeah. to death. Oh yeah, and he's uh, in exactly like, and he's in fighting shape too. Don't forget yeah, exactly. that. Yeah, like, exactly. He's also <laughs> physically capable of doing anything. <laughs> I think that's my biggest I'm thing. Like, is I was like, I get tired walking up a couple flights of stairs. Yeah. So <laughs> like these two soft boys. <laughs> you, know, I, you and I, the best case scenario, we're got a chain around our neck. Yeah. And some fucking warlords dancing boy show. <laughs> yeah, we would be the best dancing boys ever. Yeah. If any yeah. warlords are listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. A dancing boy. I just I can imagine you, both of you guys, just chains around your neck, shirtless, like trying to just <laughs> cry and you're terrified, but you're trying to dance for some like greasy <laughs> buffed up person, and they're like, Yeah, yeah, move like that. That's our. I feel like you've already world. thought of this before. Move like an al- <laughs> move like albino otters. <laughs> totally. Okay. So Xander, My, what's your plan? So I have, I have, I have a few. <laughs> so let's just say the gist of it is, this was when I was in the city, so around things like that. If this is this is all based on if I can get enough of a time before like shit really hits the fan, I have a group of people. We already know it's going down. We go and we would hit up Bass Pro Shops and we just getting guns and ammo. That's it. We're not taking all the guns and ammo, but we're taking a good amount of guns and ammo. Then we're going to like a Costco food, like a a warehouse that you can hold inside of. And it's not just purely like perishable foods. So going to a Costco, you can they have all the equipment in there. You can put the forklifts in front of the door so that way nothing can get in and nothing can really get out unless like, well, people can get out, but nothing can get in. So like no one's going to break down any of these doors because then you also have to break through a forklift. Okay. You know, and they also have a lot of steel up there where they store stuff. So if anything happens where worst case scenario, things are coming in and they're all at the ground level, you can always get up and have like a supported uh, top kind of hideout to get to the roof if you need to escape or anything like that. If you're going to have a building where you have a big roof, you need an escape route. So you're going to have to have a ladder or rope to get down to a vehicle. <laughs> now, if I had my old job where we also had, um, where we basically had big ass box trucks that would run through anything steal a few of those go get all of your supplies and then you're running those basically where you need to until the gas would run out or until you already have a place established from there you really just got to make sure nobody's trying to screw up and eat all of the food or like trying to screw everyone over make sure that it's not like a hey this isn't a i'm in charge type of deal this is a we're all getting this type deal because if someone messes around and you know messes with my chance of survival i don't want to have to strangle them in their sleep you know, <laughs> so but I like, yeah, that's like that's the, like the your basic. plans like very realistic and planned out, and mine was just like I'm just gonna dynamite a tunnel like that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like yeah. the, the mountains would definitely be a good place to hold position because what if you have like if you can at least have enough stuff to get up there and get established, you can almost live off of the land. Depending on the apocalypse, if the apocalypse wipes off the face like basically everything off of Earth underground bunkers are probably going to be the best way to go oh my gosh Mm -hmm. what's that there's like a military underground base what is that in colorado springs yeah colorado springs they have it it's i think it's moab or moad or something like that they have it underground um and that's also where they were that was quote unquote supposedly their uh or yeah norad that was supposedly the u.s where they have all the nukes is in some underground bunker in Colorado Springs. Apparently. I don't know. Oh my gosh. So that's my new plan is to go there, ask them if they'll let me in. They will say no, and they will probably shoot me. Yeah, so they might <laughs> so shoot you on arrival. 
<laughs> I have no chance to survive the apocalypse. I've pretty much figured that out. You could yeah. last a little bit, maybe. I can, if you survive, I definitely see you be one of the people who's like, you're surviving solo, so you just like tuck behind a lot of stuff. You're like the thing where someone's like, hey, is that someone there? And then they look back and you're gone, and you're like tucked behind a pipe <laughs> or something, hiding. Ooh, a sneak thief. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got, I mean, that's like when I play Fortnite or, or Warzone, any game mm-hmm. like that, that's my whole strategy. I hide. I'm on the fringes of it. <laughs> Let everybody else kill themselves off, and then it's a there's not that many people in the world anymore. You know, it's easier to to get around undetected. Oh my gosh, you got to be a sniper. That's yeah, the smartest you just move. Be, you just gotta avoid people. You gotta avoid situations. The mountains is a good call because. It's pretty easy to get remote and to find a spot where you can see if people are coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get a good... And I have a feeling up, there's dynamite up already up road. there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Just yeah. dynamite laying around in the in the, in the the mine shafts of the mountains. Yeah. Oh, i got to get in those mine shafts. That's, I'm going to do that this weekend. <laughs> well, see, but that's the thing. You don't want to go and get into a mine shaft and then have it cave behind you, and then now you're stuck. Like... <laughs> Yeah, did That's you not right. see the descent? I'm pretty sure we've all seen the descent. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. oh yeah. Don't get trapped in a mine, dude. Yeah. You don't want <laughs> You don't want that mine trapping. Why in the fuck is this doing? <laughs> oh, I might. I would be a pretty good like uh, gang leader. I think. I. I don't, what? Uh, I'm. A, I'm fifty fifty because I'd be good at like telling people what to do, but I don't think I could have like the uh, the authority like the. <laughs> The like merciless brutality to keep a gang in line. Yeah, that takes. Well, see, I think a lot of, I think a lot of people mess up in the apocalypse where it's like that they think they have to go hunt somebody down. Really, you just have to survive. And if anyone comes for you, have a basic impregnable position where if anyone comes to you, you can defend yourself. Not go out and be like, oh look, it's the post apocalypse. I was going to go kill everyone. That's how you get rid of your resources. Oh. So it's the difference between the road where he was avoiding everyone and he had like the two bullets for him and his son, which that was real grim and weird. Mm -hmm. Or or the Walking Dead where they constantly try to have like cool gangs of people that just cause more problems than they're worth. I see myself definitely living a post-apocalyptic style more like the Book of Eli. And yes, I am Denzel Washington where I'm just taking a machete and just (laughs) laying havoc to everybody. (laughs) Yeah, that's the that's the one you'd live in the book of Eli no but if I'm gonna be like that's the last movie I saw so I figured I'd answer that question as well okay. gotcha yeah you got you gotta be careful who you bring in on your uh in your inner circle for sure yeah that is that's true see I think I would want to be I'd want to be the boy from a boy and his dog <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't remember that. Ooh, that's a deep that's, cut. It's Don, Don, it's Don Johnson when yeah. he was like 18. Oh, God. Uh, I saw it it's, like forever ago. Yeah, it's very problematic now because he's oh, basically yeah. using a psychic dog to find like women that he could. Uh, Wait. Basically rape. It's, a, it's a bad premise. Oh, wow. it's, it's funny that we're having this conversation now because, Andrew, you weren't there. But when you were house sitting or when Ian was house sitting and I went to go hang out to watch the dogs with him, we watched that movie at your place. Oh, my God. You remember that, Ian? We watched that at his place because you were telling me about that. And I was like, what is this movie? And you showed me and I was like, oh, my God, it is this dog yeah. and this boy, this creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I just want to be able to psychically communicate with a dog. I don't want the rest of it. I would use it for good things, not then, for horny things. I mean, you better hope for radioactive apocalypse where we all mutate, baby. I'm trying to get gills so I can breathe underwater like Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, too. Oh, actually, no, that's the last post-apocalyptic you... movie I saw was Waterworld. Okay. That movie, it wasn't, I don't hate it like most people do, but I, what I like about that movie is that there's like sea monsters in it that they show up like halfway through the movie and the movie is so not interested in it yeah at all. <laughs> like, like we don't care like, about sea oh monsters. yeah there's monsters there's sea monsters now but that's not what this movie's about and you're like what 
it's like it's like it's no no this movie's about this guy and this kid and yeah. dennis hopper like, no <laughs> yeah. man go back it's dennis go hopper an oil tanker not not a deep sea monster <laughs> yeah the smokers <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so good I love oh that. my god that's my that's one of my favorite movies and i don't know why people give it such crap i'm like i don't i don't get it yeah it got it got really shit on but yeah, I don't there's, know. I don't know. It's, it's there's a there's creative. a professional wrestler who his side job is working as a stuntman in the Waterworld show at whatever theme park that still has it. Is that universe? I think it's Universal Studios. That's a cool job. That's like being a medieval times knight. Who? Wait, That's which crazy. wrestler? I didn't even know there was a Waterworld experience. It's. Uh, Frankie Kazarian does <laughs> stunt work in the water. Yeah, at Universal Studios, they have the whole... I think now they just call it like a stunt spectacular, but it's all stuff from Waterworld. Yeah, I went to and the one all... in... Um, I went to the one in California when I went when I did a trip there a few years ago, and they had a Waterworld show. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to this show. It was pretty dope. <laughs> I didn't know Kazarian did that out here in Florida for that. that is, see, that's also what I would like to do for part-time work. I got it. I got the acting chops. I got the stuntman chops. <laughs> I'm just going to move to Orlando, whatever. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, oh my gosh. What's your absolute favorite post-apocalyptic or apocalyptic scenario? Like which one, or not even favorite, because favorite kind of makes it sound creepy, like you want it to happen. Uh, more like, what's the one that like you think is like, oh yeah, that's that's definitely coming. That's definitely happening. Everyone thought it was Terminator with Skynet, which is possible because you know AI and cyborgs and robots and all this stuff. Like they got cyborgs that can run or robots that can run and flip and all this stuff and land agilely. It's terrifying. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll probably be climate collapse and then like resource scarcity where it's like uh-oh, not enough clean water for people. There's not enough oil for our oil addiction. Like people can't adjust they they're not going to adjust their lifestyle for it they're going to instead turn into like <laughs> lunatics about it so that's that would be my, my that bet. one feels like it's going to happen in like five to ten years <laughs> oh <laughs> like, sure anything environmental feels like it's super close yeah. <laughs> mine is i read Not a book series food and shit oh my gosh i read this book series where it all happens in estes park colorado and it's that and I can't remember the, the the books are awful, but I read all of them just because why not? But uh, basically, North Korea sets off a nuclear bomb in the stratosphere or whatever up up in the air, which causes an EMP effect. It knocks out all electricity, all hell breaks loose, and then it becomes this like gang warfare between uh, like basically the rednecks with guns all form like an army a quote-unquote army and then the actual military and then the chinese military shows up and i was like Whoa. that's pretty tight i just want to i want it to be like the game command and conquer where it's just like <laughs> groups of tanks and stuff just rolling around i think that'd be a lot of fun <laughs> yeah i don't know i think for me of especially now i think a virus or something would be more realistic so something probably I, if we can just use it for example, I'd say something like along the terms of um, 28 days later. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a rage virus is something like that because it's easily transmissible. Like no one really, you're not, you don't really know if you have it. There are asymptomatic carriers. Like that's what happened at the end of the first movie. Or oh beginning gosh. of the second. No, beginning of the second movie. That's yeah. right. That's right. I didn't even remember that there was the 28 days later. Yeah. It was, I'm going to have to rewatch that. I haven't seen it in a while either, but I remember those movies. I remember enjoying them, but definitely thinking about now the uh, premise of it with just transferable disease. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, that'd be All scary. Right, yeah, I have a checklist here, and we're going to go down it, and it's skills that are helpful in the end of days, which is not the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. With I was just about to ask, is this Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Stop reading my mind. <laughs> that god, that goddamn albino. That was the scariest thing I've ever seen. Okay. <laughs> he shatters into glass for no... Okay. 
right. <laughs> no, let, hold on. But Can we're we gonna, talk about this gonna... movie real quick? Can we talk about how... <laughs> do, do you remember the protein shake Arnold Schwarzenegger made in the morning of in that movie? He's just dumping... T- okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> Was it, hasn't he, isn't he going to like kill himself at the beginning of the movie or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A, a suicidal artist Schwarzenegger was like, oh, this is where this movie's going. All right. <laughs> He's like, hopefully an albino doesn't shatter in the glass because that ruins all my plans. We're going to rate ourselves on these certain skills. And I, we kind of touched on some of these, but I think this is useful. Someone listening to this, they might be like, okay, let's see if I've got the goods to survive. The end of days, not the movie. You cannot survive that movie. Yeah, because that's right. about demons and devils and Satan. Exactly. First skill, self-defense. I think we kind of established that <laughs> Xander's got that. Yeah. And Andrew I've taken and a little crab my guy. I think I could like get in yeah. uh I c- if it's a one on one thing and I and yeah. I can get the get a cheap shot in, then then then, then after, it, after totally that, it's game over. I'll get, yeah, I'll gouge somebody's eye or like burst their nuts or something. But uh, never, never underestimate a well timed and well placed nut shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in general, though, no, not yeah. If if I'm fighting on equal terms, and no, no way. Like a gentlemanly fight. Yeah. <laughs> a gentlemanly fight. Pugilism. Yeah, you never know, man. It could happen. No, could in the post-apocalypse, the in the post-apocalypse, I'm double fisting brass knuckles and I'm going after everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably hurt my hand using brass knuckles. So I'll just, <laughs> you might. I'd break might. my hand. I'm telling you, brass knuckles and still toe boots. That's where it's at for hand-to-hand combat. This is a question <laughs> that just popped in my head. With wrestling, you could just do wrestling moves but like not pull them right and just absolutely destroy people is that is that would that work yeah i could 100 yeah, do a wrestling I, move I, let me answer not that control the train somebody <laughs> <laughs> just just absolutely pile drive someone yeah zangief zangief style xander disappeared again i'll i can field this question i feel right. that Someone's coming at me. I'm going to throw a stone cold stunner every time. I'm just going to, it's where you kick them kind of in the dick, but not really in this, but in the post-apocalyptic, you have to kick them in the dick. And then you kind of spin around, drop them on your shoulder. They're done. And then you, That's you know, yeah. And then you get on a four wheeler and drive away. <laughs> Peace out. Man, that Florida Wi-Fi, what's it doing? All right, we'll give him a second here. I know it's real close to 440. Come on. Yeah, he's got to prep for this D&D game. Nice. That looks fun as hell, dude. Yeah, man, it's all I do these days. I'm it's, I'm glad I have it. Keeps you busy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back at work, so it's just more of the boring same. They have you going back in and everything? Yeah, dude, it was so weird because it's like <laughs> I got laid off and my boss was all upset about it because it's, you know, it's Dish. So it's like a huge corporation and all that. And uh, he, he would text me like every week being like, I'm working on bringing you back in. And I was like, oh, he's just being nice. And then I got unemployment and that was great because that was more money than I was making. <clears throat> and then like what was it last week or the week before he's like all right it's happening you just have to reapply for the job i'm like well that's kind of weird and so i did that and then yeah basically got rehired and it's it's been so strange because everyone acts like everyone acts like i died or something and came back (laughs) yeah yeah but all right the hell's happening with xander I'm back. I had to leave oh. and come back because I couldn't hear you guys. It was like slowing down. Gotcha. Here. All right. So we can finish this list and then wrap up. Yeah. Because I'm going to have to edit like crazy around this episode. Yeah. Oh, his question was, can you do, could you do wrestling moves, but not 
do them dangerously, unprotected in the post-apocalypse. Yeah, I caught just the glimpse of that, and then it started going slow-mo. 100%. I could throw people around without trying to protect them and end their life in a second. I would survive so much. <laughs> These hips don't lie. These hips can pop people onto rocks and stuff. I'm telling you. Love it. All right, the second thing. First aid slash CPR slash EMT. Mm, nope. uh, that used to be a lifeguard. I have some uh, some first aid experience, and I still have a breathing mask, so I, I'll probably fare halfway decently in that. Yeah. Andrew? I can make splints and stuff. No, I, I vaguely remember how to do it, but I would not be... I would have to be a last case. You know, I'd, I'd be <laughs> your last option for sure, but I, I vaguely remember how to... How to do the CPR, you know, how to do compression. With the dummy. The yeah. Yeah. And like two fingers up on the sternum and you got to you gotta push so hard you got to crack their ribs kind of thing. I remember yeah. some of that stuff for sure. Man, up until like a year ago or maybe two, I didn't even have a first aid kit. Now I'm fully stocked up on stuff that I would just wrap everything in crazy band-aids and call it good. Yeah. All right. So, so the next thing is hunting, farming, fishing, and foraging. Nope, nope, nope. nope, <laughs> nope. Uh, I would struggle, but I think I'd be okay. I could definitely fish because I grew up on a lake, but we, we kind of touched on it earlier. As far as like chopping up the fish and stuff, I would do the worst job ever. <laughs> it would be like the tiniest piece of meat, and then I'd definitely eat like parts of the... <laughs> like the gills and everything else. So, yeah, we'd probably and, uh, learn to eat the whole thing. We'd be eating the heads and stuff. Yeah, I don't know yeah, any like, of that stuff. I'm I'm terrible with. Like Chop the head off and cut it down the belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and hunting. I used to go hunting with my dad, but it was like pheasant hunting. I don't think, and I don't I don't think Red Dead Redemption. I'll just use that as I don't think that's preparing me to hunt properly, where you can hit a button and see the trail. I don't think that's. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even know what to do if I shot an animal with a bow and arrow. I don't know what to do with it once I shoot it. I would just yeah. have, I would have a dead animal that I would be like cutting off slivers of and and cooking, <laughs> and not. I would I would not know how to. They would it would rot on me so fast. <laughs> All right, next one is bartering. Oh, dude, that's going to be huge. Oh, things are looking up for me. I can wheeling and dealing, baby. <laughs> that's the move. That's yeah. that's where you and I would thrive. I don't know, though. In the apocalypse, so I feel like all the nuance of bartering goes away, and it's strictly what do you have that's worth yeah. trading. Oh. It's it's probably hard to sweet talk somebody out of life-saving supplies. <laughs> You can't be like, hey, just give me that medicine. I'm I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty good at negotiating though. I'd I'd give myself decent points there. Yeah. What do you think is gonna be the prime bartering like item? Bullets. Besides besides guns and bullets. Take those off the table. Mm, some food, way to get canned food. water. Yeah. Yeah. Food. I always I always think alcohol because <laughs> Yeah, People love that's... drinking it, and it has other uses. Like, you can use it for other things. Although I feel like oh, in the apocalypse, I would never... I mean, I already quit drinking, but I would, like... I would not drink. I want my wits about me. Like, I don't want to get all hazy and yeah. and sleepy drunk and have somebody roll up on me and sneak attack me. I'd, I would never... I would never drink. Yeah, but there, that's but you're why... right. There would be people who would, for sure. Yeah. Cause I'm just smoking so much weed during the apocalypse. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I'm growing it everywhere. Yeah, like when uh, the Denver mayor announced like the lockdown and all of that. Originally, bar or liquor stores and weed stores weren't exempt, and people freaked out, and there were giant lines like an hour later. That's what got me thinking. If I just have a bunch of edibles, I can live like a king. I can just sell, <laughs> have a little a pouch full of gummy bears. Oh, I'm growing that shit myself 100%. <laughs> All right, let's see. My important list. Lock picking. Mm, I'm just going to break the door down. <laughs> I think that's another thing that video games have made seem like it's very easy. 
<laughs> everyone thinks lock picking is easy. Has okay. Full just has anyone here tried to actually pick locks? No. I have. It sucks. You it it's hard. Like I've I've had bobby pins. I've tried it with little things because I used to be a little devious. It's hard. It's harder than you, than you think. Yeah, I would try to like kick the door and it wouldn't I wouldn't be able to. And so I just give up. I would just find dynamite again. Back to dynamite. Back to that dynamite. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna dynamite everything. <laughs> oh no! And the the last thing just says, "Be a good person." <laughs> <laughs> that's on yeah. your list. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's a hard rule for the apocalypse because I feel like the people that survive the apocalypse will be people who are able to not be good people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, just just hard, remember hard choices. You gotta you gotta be able to abandon someone. You like I can't bring on this this dead weight. This person yeah. to come with me. I can't I can't bring this person. I gotta leave this person here to die. I've been playing this video game called Overland, and it's like if you haven't played it after doing this podcast, you should definitely check it out. But it's like I'm already strat- in. I'm ready. It's a strategy game that takes place in the post apocalyptic scenario. And you got to figure out, you know, each map, you got to figure out how to escape and you got to keep your car healthy and running and you got to find gas. You're constantly running out of gas. But in the game, you come across other survivors and you also come across dogs and you have to make choices like I have one seat left in my car. Do I want to take this awesome dog or this way more helpful person <laughs> because the person, because the one that I leave will die, and you have to make that choice in the game like all the time, and it's like it's very brutal to decide who lives and who dies, who gets to you know who gets a spot in the car. Uh, but the game is very hard. If you don't like hard games, then skip. Yeah, it. Uh, it's pretty yeah, cool. I'd be, I'd be awful at making those decisions. I'd be like the dog, let's go, and then like later the dog <laughs> would just be like. It'd be like one of those pugs that needs a wheelchair and I would just be screwed. <laughs> yeah, the dog would be like yapping and giving your position away for the <laughs> masked marauders that are coming after you. Well, I guess if things really get dire, you can just eat the dog. Yeah, that's hey, true. I mean, oh boy. How do you even... No one uh, wants to get there, but <laughs> if you have to... <laughs> Yeah, it's a hard subject to talk about, but I mean, if we absolutely need to, like, sorry, Lassie, but <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, I mean, people will eat. They're gonna have to eat other people too. You just gotta, yep. You just gotta get there. So, what you what do you want? You want dog, or do you want you know to start cannibalism early? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I would just listen. I think uh, we're not. Red, you gotta enough. start. You gotta start butt and thighs with people. <laughs> That's the best meat. I don't know where I yeah. even read that. <laughs> I will eat a butt. I'm ready. <laughs> Literally, I'm not too. Afraid. Not yeah. normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we figured out that, that Xander probably has the best chance. But we got to go find be... Xander. You, you and I are going to load up yeah. our cars and head to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right. That's why I hang out with a lot of professional wrestlers. Just in case yeah. shit goes down, I have someone strong and like a powerful yeah. body to help me. <laughs> I'm telling you, just get a caravan of useful people. Make your way down here. I'll get another caravan of useful people. We'll hop on a boat. We'll go to an island where we can have a good vantage point of everything. So if anyone tries to come on and mess with us, we can keep them off until everything blows over. Or we just make our own society there. Yeah. Hey. I'm is it cool it. Like caravan it. is us plus the useful people? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, you guys and the useful people. Not just not just no, you guys bring them down and go back to call. No. You guys plus. Listen, I've been taking a lot of I IT am. tech classes. I'm ready for the apocalypse. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> hey, if we can if we can hack our own technology, then we're definitely gonna need that. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how a cell phone works. And I worked in a cell phone repair store. (laughs) (laughs) Just know they're made by children. Yep. There's still tech. If there's still technology, there'd be, that would be a a useful skill, but yeah, I don't know know if they're, Oh man, if they're still hacking, I'm going to put on rollerblades and what everything else they wore in the movie hackers. And that'll be my, it'll be like a, (laughs) like a cyberpunk apocalypse. Yeah. There you go. Oh man. (laughs) <laughs> well, all right. I think I think we figured that out. How to be good dudes in the apocalypse? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Eat a butt. Get some dynamite. Done. 
<laughs> and that's it. That's all you need. Yep. I love it. Andrew, we have to plug all the stuff you have going on. Oh, man. I got a lot of stuff going on, surprisingly, yeah. this pandemic. Uh, I've got a podcast called The Grolic Saves the World. We, that's, yeah. we try to better ourselves on that podcast, too. So if hey. you're a fan of people trying to be better, then you'll probably <laughs> like it. And then I have a new Dungeons and Dragons show that streams every Monday on Twitch at twitch.tv slash better than heroes, or you can just search better than heroes and find it. Um, but yeah, Hell that's yeah. a lot of fun also. Oh my gosh. Nice. So I'm going to make a podcast that's about how to be a worse person. There you go. Finally. <laughs> no, we are going to start a podcast on how to be a worse person because I would like I'm a good person, but I just love to say some toxic shit sometimes. I just want to say some horrible stuff. <laughs> the, the you podcast on, like take off, you'll be like the next Joe Rogan. You'll be like, yeah, getting it's guys. Oh, man. just be on stuff. Twitter all day. That'll make you a worse person. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Totally. Yeah, but see, I at least want to be productively creative and not just waste my time on Twitter with people who need that kind of recognition constantly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And then let's see, what do we plug, Xander? We plug uh, project-nerd.com. Project-nerd.com for all your nerdy needs, daily articles, and other podcasts and all that stuff. So go check that out. You can also find on there my Dungeons & Dragons Basic Rules Learning With Me podcast got going on. It's almost done, basically. So you can go listen to everything that's out now or just keep a lookout. I'm going to just put everything out, the complete set. You can learn how to play Dungeons & Dragons without having to read the book. Nice. Boom. And I I don't really have anything else going on. I've just been doing Diamond Dallas Page yoga. That's my <laughs> nice. I'm gonna Plug be, that DDP. I'm gonna be super flexible in the apocalypse. That's a guarantee. That's right. Hey, flexibility helps. <laughs> oh, and dudesweetcast.com for everything about us. That's it. We survived the apocalypse. We did it. Nothing bad is ever gonna happen again. <laughs> I wish that was true. Your optimism is 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 encouraging. I'm just a dumbass. That's all I am. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Thank you, Andrew, for being on the show. Thank you, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was great. Hell yeah. Everybody suck it. Suck it. <laughs> That's where the music comes in. I give him actual music <laughs> cues now. <laughs> he, yeah. put, he puts the music over.